This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Merry Christmas! Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show. Wait, I got a question for you. Yes. How long do you think you could hold Mayor. We've never tried that before. I bet I could go pretty far. Right. I bet I could go pretty long. Do you want me to get a timer right. going? Play, yeah, play the music uh, hold again. Hold on, hold on. Let me get, let me get my phone going. I'm going to be go. ready to time it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get to my... I feel like as someone who is a Broadway actor, sure. this is right up your alley. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to watch you for the... Yep, I'll give a big mm. breath. Yes. Emilio, play the music again. Oh, this is so fun. I'm so excited for this. I'll catch you if you yeah, pass yeah. out. All right. Merry Christmas! Wow! 26.22 seconds. That was pretty good. How are you feeling? A little faint. <laughs> I wondered if you were going to get to 30. I, I bet if I was looking at it, I probably could have given it one more little yes. oomph. Yeah. It's like when you go underwater. And yeah. You're like, how long can I hold my breath? And like you hear them counting outside. And you're like... Vroom, vroom, right. Vroom, yes. And you're like, I got to make it to 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, come on, come on. And then you It's like, harder when you out. don't know... What the yeah. what you're shooting for? Yeah. Out of the gates, I was like, I thought maybe we were going to be around 12 to 15 <laughs> seconds, but then like you dialed in, sure. And the, there was at one point where it it sounded like you started were like to fade falling a little. off yep. the side, side of a mountain. Yep, it's yep, like yep. there goes Eric off the yep. side of Christmas Mountain. Yeah. That was really good, man. Look at that though. Welcome to the Woo! Christmas Countdown Show. I'm that was winded. thrilling. <laughs> I'm winded right now. And I didn't even have to do anything. Here we are. This is episode number. Six. No, 16. Jeez, oh my Louise. gosh. 16. How did we get of here? Season two. This is wild, Danny. I know. This I, is I'm, wild. This is one of those like bittersweet moments. Danny Jordan here, just in case hey, you're just everybody. joining us. Hey, uh, everybody. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Eric Peterson. There I, you go. I feel like I, I might be able to hold a long note because my dad, as a barbershop sure. singer, he had like he held this note one time for like thirty seconds yeah. in the middle, like a tag at yeah, the yeah, end, yeah. Uh, and he's just like, "You're like, is he like a, alive still?" You have to go to you a different like, place. Lock in, like your yeah. eyes just like are sort of gloss over, yep, yeah, and your arms up in the air, like you had your hands up. People yeah. couldn't see that, yeah. And I was like, "That's really cool." Yeah, but, you do um, have to sort of like remove yourself from your own consciousness. It was brilliant, yeah. but you were still on pitch. Thank you. Which was, imp- I wanted to harmonize with you at one point. Oh, that would have been, been One of these days, yes. we'll harmonize on Merry Christmas. That's pretty good. Or it won't sound you, good at all. You got to stick around for that, Stick folks. around to episode 17 or 18 or 19 <laughs> or 20. Uh, but yeah, this is sort of like that bittersweet <coughs> moment. You know, it's December 8th uh, yep. when this episode's coming out, 17-ish days till Christmas. We yeah. were sort of debating about like, is it yeah. 16? Is it 17? Because it depends on whether you count it. Is We already talked about I this. I don't even know. We talked about we it. Talked but about yeah, it's sort of this bittersweet moment where you're like, I'm excited that Christmas Day is coming. Yes. But I think we talked about this like earlier on in the season about like you get to this point, you're like, no, 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 like Christmas, I'm not, yeah. I'm not ready just yet. And with, with that, it's the new thing that's happened for us is that it's not just Christmas coming and going, it's the show. The show. 
the yeah. season of the show. Like, granted, we like to keep the show alive and sure. do the stocking stuff for yeah, episodes, yeah, yeah. which I know people like. But it's like the two episodes a week, you yeah. and I getting together. It's, you know, I mean, I'm grateful. Yes. Happy, sad. Yeah, bittersweet. Bittersweet. I guess that's the definition it could go of one or two ways. One or two ways. <laughs> you know, bittersweet, happy. I never thought about bittersweet as a word. <coughs> Being one of two things? Bitter, no, bitter and sweet. Yeah. I just thought of bittersweet. Like, no, no. Just one word. And bittersweet means it's happy and sad. It's It'd be like if the word was happy, sad. Mm-hmm. You know, or s- spicy, not. You wouldn't. So you're saying you <laughs> so d- you didn't that. recognize that it was two separate emotions smashed together into one. I word. never thought about it. You thought it was just bittersweet was Eric. The thing. I feel like I really it was hit like my a type st- of chocolate chip. You could get bittersweet chocolate chips. Yes, exactly. I really hit my stride with songs in reverse. <laughs> Anything other than that is just like I don't make the connection. Hey, we all have our things. You we know? all have our things. We all have our Some things. Some people are really good at hearing things backwards, which is not useful at all. Until they make a game show about it. Until they make a game show, and then I'm... And then it, you're golden. It's going to be, who wants to be a millionaire, but it'll be in reverse. Be yeah. like, you're not. You're not. You know why I bet yes. you're so good at it? Why? Because you love Ace Ventura. Oh, yes, I do. You're a big Jim Carrey Ace Ventura That's fan. That's true. And he has that moment in the first one where he's like, let's do that in slow motion replay. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I think that's why you're so good at it. Maybe that wouldn't it be funny if when I thought I was just making up words, I was actually, actually saying, saying those things in backwards. Yeah. In backwards. I wonder, I wonder <laughs> if Jim Carrey was just making noises or if he actually figured out what the lines Ooh. were and then said them in reverse. Got to get him on the show. We do. You know, I mean, he is synonymous with Christmas because of the Grinch. Yes, and reverse things. Yes, absolutely. I actually just thought of something that I just saw like a week ago that is Whoa. totally on this topic. Okay. There is a Coldplay video for Fix You, I think it is. Okay. And the idea of the video was playing like a love story in reverse. Mm. And so it starts with the breakup and then works its way back to like okay. when they got together, I think. Um, it's and like I, the last five years. Yep. Last yeah. five years, Memento, all those things. Yeah. Um, and... What they when the director pitched the idea to the band, they were like, "Yeah, it sounds great," but Chris Martin, the lead singer of Coldplay, was like, "I want to be in the video. I want to be like the star of the video." Uh, and they were like, "Yeah, but you'd have to like sing everything in reverse, and that's gonna be like really, really hard to do." Yeah. And what he did is he spent like three months and he learned his own song "Fix You" in reverse. Whoa! Like literally exactly how it would sound in reverse, and. <laughs> He had to do it so many times that um, you know he eventually got it where he didn't have to think about it. They recorded the video, became a smash hit, and then this video that I was watching was somebody interviewing him like twelve years later, right? And he still could do it because oh it was one of the, it's like learning, you know, your times tables or you know the alphabet. Yes, like once yeah. it was in there, it was locked, and he like sat there and he was like, "You're you and it was Whoa. fix you in reverse. Isn't and was that crazy? he singing it like on key? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's a skill. Yeah. It's pretty wild. That's a skill. We'll have to ask him about it, you know, when he we'll comes Chris on the show. Yeah, I know yeah. they have a Christmas Lights, I think is a song that they Coldplay? Did. Yeah, they have a Christmas song. Have you heard it? I have not. Let's, let's, let's play take it right a now. Listen to it. I, you know, we've done all these, you know, Christmas song playlists. Sure. You know, inevitably you stumble upon these random songs. And you're like, oh, I didn't know this artist did that. Coldplay has a Christmas song. I think it's called Christmas Lights, right? Christmas Lights. Yeah. yeah okay, here we go. Listen. I like it already. I forgot to tell you, it's all in reverse. (laughs) 
Christmas night, another fight. Tears we cried a flood. Got all kinds of poison in, of poison in my blood. I took my feet to Oxford Street, trying to right or wrong. Just walk away those windows say, but I can't believe she's gone. When you're still waiting for the snow to fall, doesn't really feel like Christmas at all. Good. That right? is really good. I like, and it's hashtag sad Christmas. It's very hashtag sad Christmas. Totally. That's pretty great. I love that. Correction, it's actually the scientist, not fix you. Correction, it was the scientist, not fix you for this. Feel, uh, wait, were you waiting for that moment throughout he, the entire? Emilio Christmas was sitting song? there just waiting to just drop that bomb He's on me. Like, oh wait for oh, this. I'm gonna Eric, get him so oh, good. You, yeah, I'm coming for you. Remember when Dummy. you gave me that voice? Uh, a couple episodes. <laughs> this is a revenge. Was that on a bonus episode that you did uh, that. I can't remember which episode it, it was. It on. Might have been where you gave yeah. Emilio like. Oh, I'm Emilio. <laughs> And he's like, all right, here's my time. <laughs> it's called The Scientist. I don't know if you knew that. Anyway, uh, so yes, Coldplay has a Christmas song as well. Everyone, I feel like everyone's going to have a Christmas song. At we should record a Christmas song. We should. We'll, we'll save that for season three. Yeah, we want to keep the people coming, yeah, yeah, yeah. coming back. Yeah. But um, I don't know where we go from here. I was. You know where we should go? Where? This is a very clunky segue, but we're just going to make it. Yeah. Our merch store. Merch. You know, we haven't talked about that in a few episodes. Yeah. And we want to remind everybody, if you check out christmascountdownshow.com, we're selling a lot of great merch. Yes. And it's not just t-shirts. We got hoodies. We got leggings. So much stuff. We got mugs. We got posters. We got yeah. stickers. Puzzles. Puzzles. I that think our designs. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Our designs are so incredibly cool. Eric and myself and Emilio. Uh, a lot of people contributed yeah. designs to what is on our website. They're very original. It's not going to be the shirts that you're going to, you know, find like that are mass produced yeah. at Target or Walmart or, you know, not to knock them. No. Get your festive wear, but if you're looking for something different where you don't have to worry about like walking around town and everybody else having or going it, to like yeah. a, like a holiday party or a sing along yeah. or whatever, you're like, "Well, shoot. Are there going to be seven other people with this shirt?" That same LP Odds are yeah. you get one of our shirts, one of our hoodies. Our leggings for sure. Yeah. You're going to be the only person. But you better do it those, now yeah. because yeah. if you wait till next season, then you will show up and everyone at the everyone party will, will probably one. be wearing our merch. Because, it's true. Because we'll be so big at that point. We are massive. I mean, you know, as we talked about in the last episode, we got like <coughs> over 20,000 downloads Crazy. in one day, which yeah. is just a wild experience. So if you're one of those new people, uh, welcome. Yeah. But, you know, we love the new people, but we also love the people who've been listening to this show mm-hmm. forever. You know, we've had so many fans who've been here since day one uh, who are a part of our you know Christmas countdown crew, as we call it. Uh, and a lot of those people are a part of our Patreon. And if you're interested in becoming a part of that crew in the most massively merry corner of the internet, mm-hmm. please click the link in 
in our episode notes uh, that says, you know, join Patreon. You can join up that group. You get access to a private Facebook group. You get a discount for merch. Yeah. If you join it at a certain yeah. level. Plus, you get to interact with Eric and myself, who are part yeah. of that group. Um, and you get invited to private recording sessions. Yeah, we just we, did one the other day. Yeah, that was such a blast to see all those smiling faces yeah. out in the because virtual land. Our yeah. our studio here would not fit a live studio audience, sadly. Yeah. Of more than maybe three maybe emilio and one other person yeah yeah yeah. and emilio doesn't even have a seat yeah emilio is on the ground emilio's on the floor but we could fit two people with a nice comfortable seat but emilio you'll stay on the ground you know what's funny about emilio (laughs) sitting on the floor is there is actually a chair in this room it is that's empty that is holding my shirt (laughs) that is and emilio is on the floor single t-shirt is folded on the empty (laughs) chair and emilio is crunched up in the corner on the floor with his uh, his laptop. What do you think about that, Amelia? I kind of am fine with it because whenever we have to fix the cameras and get them up and rolling again, you're in a better spot. It's an easier spot because I can quickly lean over instead of having to climb over. That's all the fair. Chairs. That's fair. He's That's thinking good, all ahead. the chairs. I see one. All the tripods. <laughs> there okay, are a there lot of go. tripods. There are a lot here. of tripods in here, so we get the three camera yes. look. But the <laughs> chairs for cameras. I knew there was a reason we didn't put a mic on there. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> uh, no, we, I love Emilio so much. You know, <laughs> I always say to people, you can tell how much I love you by how much I tease you. Sure, sure. I think it's maybe the baseball player sure, yeah, in yeah. me because you're just always like razzing yeah, yeah. people all the time and you're giving people crap. And yeah. It's it's part of my love language. Yeah. I like to give gifts, you really great gifts. And then just and tear just you backhanded apart. backhanded <laughs> compliments uh, all, all the time. Oh, that's so good. Oh, Eric, 17 days till Christmas. Um, this is wild. I, I don't know how to feel. My heart is in a lot of different places. One thing that helps me during this time is people who reach out to us with reviews. Mm, yes. And we, you know, do we have some new ones to we, read. We, we do. We are so fortunate that people are constantly messaging us on Instagram, sending us DMs, you know, saying, here's what I think of the show. People mm-hmm. will leave reviews on Apple if they're listening there. And if you're one of those people, please leave us a review, uh, rate us five stars. Uh, that is awesome. It just helps our show to be discovered by more people, which grows this community. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can rate there as well. But the people who reach out to share their words, we like to share those words Absolutely. as well with our listeners. So I know we've got a couple uh, mm. to get to this week. Do you want to lead us off? Yeah. I got one here from Debbie Nice. Okay. Uh, and she said, Hey guys, I just recently discovered your podcast and I love it. Oh. Growing up, my family didn't have a lot of money. My mom was a single parent, but she always made Christmas special for my sister and me. She was a Christmas fanatic. She would love you guys, but she passed away six years mm. ago. So this time of year can be tough sometimes. But listening to you both somehow makes me feel closer to her. So thank you for that. I just heard the episodes where you were trying to come up with a Christmas version of Basic Witch. That was from season one. Yeah. Uh, And she says, what about Vital Vixen or Primitive Prancer? Then she said, that's all I got. LOL. (laughs) Well, Debbie... That it, thank you for those uh, suggestions. Those yes. are great. Uh, sorry to hear about your mom, but you know what? As we've mentioned many times about Christmas, that you know, as happy and joyful as it can be, yep. if you are someone or a part of a family that is missing somebody this year for yeah. whatever reason it might be, it can be especially hard because it yeah. seems sort of highlighted the the loss of somebody. Totally. But if we're bringing you even a tiny bit of comfort from that or a little bit of joy or helping you remember the good times, then we're happy to do that. It's, it is our pleasure. Did I ever tell you... Um... My grandma, uh, you know, passed away like right after we'd had like a last sort of Christmas with mm-hmm. her. Um, did I ever tell you about like one of the last interactions 
that I had with no, her, you no. know, which will just always sort of be, I think, stamped on like the holiday season for me. This was back in 2017. Uh, and she passed away like right after New Year's in 2018 and like all the family came out it was just like my aunt and uncle's house was just packed full of cousins like all these different generations yeah. all her grandchildren and great-grandchildren were there and towards the end my, my grandma like you know sometimes mentally she was there sometimes sure. she wasn't um, but there was this moment where I was talking to her and she looked over at my wife Lynn and you know we'd been struggling to get pregnant for a while as you know and um, you know we had made the decision to start IVF January yeah. 1st and you know we've been trying for almost three years at that point and my grandma's looks at me at one point Lynn's standing next to me she goes so when's the big day and a part of me was like oh does grandma think that like this is a girlfriend of mine? Sure, yeah. I was like, well, grandma, you know that Lynn and I are. She goes, I know that. I'm talking about the baby. And that's like, so cool. it just, uh, I'll get, you know, choked up thinking. I mean, my grandma and I were so incredibly close. She was like a second mother to yeah. me. You know, when my, when my folks split, my mom and I moved back in with her. And, you know, I like to think that her and, and Emerson, sort of past each other, you yeah. know, and she sort of, you know, handed her off uh, as it were. And so like, you know, that's the holidays, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about, you know, the, the absence of loved ones, but I think, you know, we can, you know, there's the sadness there, but then I think as we process that, we can also remember the good times and those yeah. special moments that we had with them at the holiday season. And I, what I always say is like, I think the reason we cry is because it matters, Yeah, you know, and, and that is, that is the exchange of yeah. love is the feeling of loss, you Absolutely. know? And I think it's just as important when we're feeling that sadness to remember that the reason we feel sad is because of all the good times we were blessed to have experienced with those people. Amen. Um, you know, so so sending, you know, sending my love um, to Debbie yeah. uh, for sure. Um, this next review uh, is coming to us all the way from Australia. Ooh, Australia. Yes. This one just came in and this actually was a DM that we received yesterday. Fantastic, tell us what, what it says. I'm not going to do this oh, in Australia. Uh, uh, I feel like um, there's like one thing. Uh, did we do this in season one where I was like, I feel like there was like one thing that you I can say? say in like with an Australian accent because I produced a show with a chef who was Australian. Okay. What is it? I can't even remember it now. Um, uh, is it G'day, mate? No, it was like a uh, legend. He always called me a legend. Legend. Legendary. legendary. Yeah, Legendary. Yeah, that was, that, that was good. That hey, was very good. Okay, that's where I stop. All right, I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. Anyway, this is coming to us. Uh, I believe the pronunciation is Fairly. Uh, F-A-I-R-L-I-E. This is from mm -hmm. Fairly uh, down in Australia. And Fairly says, Hey, fellas, I've just come across your podcast, which has been keeping me company on my hour-long commute uh, home from work. I live in Australia, and whilst we are known for our hot summer Christmases, uh, here where I live in Victoria, we are in the midst of a huge La Nina which has us flooded, stormy and snowy with 30 centimeters in the mountains. Whoa. In Australia, I don't know I what didn't 30 know. centimeters is. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that converts to. Do 30 you? centimeters would be uh, like, would that foot and a half? You know what I was going to try to equate it to? was like dilation. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 11 inches. 11.8. 11, 11 inches. That's almost so, a foot of almost snow. Almost a foot of snow. That is a lot. I, I didn't even know that it could snow in Australia. Well, now so there we know. You go. And yeah. apparently in the summer. Yeah. That's crazy. wild. Uh, she says, it's also been positively freezing. Uh, your potty. I love that she calls it a potty. A P-O-D-D-Y. Potty. 
Oh, Our, that's your potty, fun. like a hot potty. Yeah. You know, like a hot toddy. Yeah. Uh, your potty is such good festive fun. And while it's hard to access the newest Hallmark Christmas films down under, um, I'm keeping a mental note of the titles you're recommending for future reference. Um, anyway, I just wanted to drop you a line to let you know that I'm listening from the other side of the world. Stay merry and happy holidays, mates, uh, with a thumbs up, koala bear, kangaroo, uh, Australian flag, and a sun. That is awesome. Ah, oh, that was great. Think about it, Danny. We're sitting here in this little studio yes. in Simi Valley, yeah. California, yeah. USA, mm-hmm. and literally on the other side of the world, someone is hearing what we're saying. Isn't that wild? It's way, I, way I wild. Technology. We live, you know, I know that social media, you know. Connects I, us all. It yeah. connects. I know this. It, it's like a, a love-hate relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this. Like, I feel a lot of the time like, oh my gosh, like, I just... It's too much yeah. information to be consuming sure. yeah. all the time. And yes, we have control over that, but also it's how people connect. Yeah. And if you want to go connect with people, That's you're exposed. It. To, it's yeah. just sort of part of it. And so, again, we talk about the yin yang of life is that like, yes, there are some drawbacks to social media and technology and how connected we are, but there are some really beautiful aspects of it as well Yeah, that we can connect with the world over 175 countries we have connected with over yeah. the last year. And that's a gift. And you know, what's cool. What I hope, you know, that while that being sort of a selfish thing for us that we yeah. feel like we get to connect with all these people, I would hope that for those of you that are listening to this, whether you've written a review or not, if you are random places throughout the globe, just knowing that there are other people like you that love Christmas so much yeah. enough to listen to it, not <laughs> on Christmas Day, you yeah. know, and that there are people in this world that celebrate positivity and celebrate the hope of the season and want to think about it and want to listen about it and have ideas and spark conversations about it. I would hope that it would make you feel connected to all of yourselves, all each other, you know, in some kind of cool way. Because yeah. it really is, it's very cool. You know what I'm realizing in this moment? Because I'm just, I'm listening to your words and I've been thinking about this from early days of our show last season about like, why does it impact me so much? And I think subconsciously or maybe consciously last year I was thinking, well, Christmas is such like a big entity mm-hmm. that like, I, I feel like people have already found all the places that they're going to connect sure. with Christmas. Yeah, And so to know that like, we have filled this specific type of energy yeah. that people were looking for in their lives. I guess I just assumed that that already existed yeah. in the world. Yeah, they, I agree. Yeah. You know, because we, again, this goes back to sort of the times that we live in is that when you have an idea, sometimes, I don't know, I, I'm guilty of this from time to time and I'm working on being better about it. Is like immediately you'll say like, oh, somebody's already thought of that. Sure, yeah. Somebody's already done it. Yeah. But the people who create new things in the world are the people who that thought Push comes that. and they go, yeah, but this is in my heart for a reason. Yeah. So I'm going to move forward with it. Because think about it. If every person who had a great idea was just like, well, I'm sure somebody already had this idea. Or I'm right. sure it's already somebody being done. Somebody could do it better. So somebody I'm just has not going to more money do that it. can do it. Yeah. But nobody thinks about it the way you do. Right. And that's one of our superpowers in life is the it, way we think. Yes. You know? It is crazy. We're all told that since we're little kids. Like, yeah. you're, nobody else is you. And you're special yeah. and nobody else can be you. So celebrate that. You know, like Dr. Seuss has been telling people that for you right. know generations, but we can hear it, but somehow it doesn't land on our hearts or our minds yeah. sometimes. And you're, you're so right. If you bring your authentic self to anything, whether it's a new project, a new job, a yeah. new relationship, a new friendship, 
if you truly are just like resting in who you are, who God made you to be, yeah, who what your personality is, that is the best you can do. But don't think of it as, well, that's the best I can do. That is the best you can do. Yeah. The best thing you can do is bring your mm. true self to the experiences that you go through throughout the year. Dude, yes. And you know. Yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling a different energy in this room yeah. right now. Like I just looked at the way you're sitting and I looked at the way I'm sitting. And sometimes, you know, I think with season one of this show, because we were in the garage and yeah. we were just talking to like, you know, our webcams mm -hmm. or whatever, it didn't I wasn't so aware of like myself. Sure. But this season, because we have the cameras all around, the lights, sometimes I'm like, am I sitting up right? Am I, right. you know, it sort of takes me out of the moment. But as I look to you and I look to me, like, I feel like we're, we're both very comfortable yeah. right now. And it just feels like, I don't know, like we've hit this groove now, which is like being comfortable, being ourselves. It's like a Mr. Rogers groove. Yeah. Because we're like sort of in that sweet spot. I think that's why Mr. Rogers was always so great is he was totally comfortable. Yeah. He didn't have to speak loudly. He didn't have to rush. He walked into the room and said, would you be my neighbor? And like gave all these lessons mm. and stuff, but was so easily comfortable in his own skin and his own in his own space. Yeah. And I think that we're kind of finding that that spot too. What a great lesson for us yeah. to learn. Be like know? Mr. Rogers. <laughs> it's a little bittersweet, you know, yes, it towards was the nice, end of the nice. year. There we go. Know, Bring little, it back around. <laughs> I know. I know. You know, trying. You know me. I, I like to I like those like boomerang sure. moments speaking of our friends down under. Yes, I like that those boomerang. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I like those boomerang type moments. But yeah, it's it's interesting because I was talking to my wife last night about our show, mm -hmm. and uh, and we had just recorded an episode that was like our longest of the season. Yeah, and I was like, she goes, "How was it today?" I said, "Hour and forty minute episode." She goes, "Oh, I'm so excited." That's great. And I said, "Really?" She goes, "I love your long episodes." <laughs> and I said, "Really?" She goes, "Yeah," because when she goes. When I think of you guys having a long episode, I think of you guys just got lost in it. Yes, that and you is just true. were in it, and you weren't worried about time yeah. and checking the boxes and all the stuff you have to talk about. You just were yourselves. Yeah, and she's right. Yeah, she's a hundred percent correct. And I feel like we're sort of in that that moment I agree. here right now, and we're not necessarily talking about Christmas, but we're just talking about the good it's stuff. It's just us, you know, hanging yeah. out, which I love, and I'm grateful for you, man. You too, I just man. Want you to know love that. So speaking of things that you know, I'm grateful for, and mm -hmm. you, uh, I want to say a huge thank you for having me and my family out to your party this last weekend. Absolutely, I'm blast. glad you came. It was fun, right? Dude, we you had guys the, tune, throw a the tunes party. going. Yeah. yeah, we uh, we had the crafts for the kids, Dude, which we love. Love that. Last year we did ornaments. Yes. Uh, this year we had a, a new craft, which the kids were all seeming to like. Emerson was she was such a fan. Yeah, like, she loves art, and so like. Last year, I remember she when she discovered that in the backyard. It was yeah. like, sh I didn't see her for like an hour yeah. straight, uh, which was nice because I got to like you know chat yeah, yeah. with you, meet some of your friends that I don't know. Um, and you know, this year again, similar situation. Like once she sees art related stuff, yeah, she's gone. I think I think that it's always good to have an activity at a party, hmm. whether that be a game or like a certain area that like oh make sure you go decorate a cookie or something like that. Right, because especially with kids. Kids need just a, a little direction of where yeah. to go. And if you have a party that's mostly adults and then there's kids just running around with nothing to do, they're just going to get into trouble. And that's not their it's fault. True. They're kids. 
But if you give them like, hey, you can make an ornament, you can, you know, mm. decorate a cookie, you can watch a movie over in the corner. Here's a ring toss game, whatever it might be. Yeah, it's uh, it's usually pretty helpful. No, you guys throw an incredible party, and there were a few songs I heard playing in the background. I was like, oh wait, from our playlist. This is Eric brought it to like actual real life. Absolutely. It wasn't just for like the sake of our <laughs> yes. studio and our yes. show. Like you used those, and I was like, oh, that's fun. Um, but I did have to leave a little bit early, and I'm sorry that I had. How to, was Elf? To Weren't you gonna go see? Yeah, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Georgie, um, he's uh, covering uh, Buddy the Elf uh, nice. here in our town. And so I wanted to go support him because he's just such an incredibly talented actor and he's so hysterical. And, you know, I love supporting local community yeah. theater. And I, I felt like you would understand as sure. being a, you a know, former buddy. Yeah. Part of what would you call yourself? Like if you're like the buddy gang or the like um, fellow wool wearer or <laughs> fellow wool Fellow wool wearer. That's hard That's to say. That's a hard one to say. That's a good tongue Even twister. Even as I heard it in my head, I was like, can I get that out of my mouth? I don't know. Speaking of tongue twisters, did you hear um, just, I think it was last week, that police arrested the um, world champion uh, tongue twister person? Wait, there's, that's an actual thing? Yeah. He got arrested. I, I hear that they're going to give him a tough sentence. <laughs> that was for you, Emilio. Oh, dude. In my mind, I was like... No, there's not really. Like, how do you even test a professional tongue twister? Tongue twister. -er. Sayer? Yeah. Twister. -er. Twister. -er. I don't even know. World champion tongue twister. -er yeah. Was arrested. I hear he'll get a tough sentence. That's solid. Bell jingle jingle if there ever were oh, one. Sorry. But yeah, Elf was great and uh Georgie did a, a fantastic job. And uh, I think we talked about one of those songs, the Sparkle Sparkle Jolly. Uh made me smile. Yeah. Just as big. Sitting there Good. in the audience, absolutely loved it. Um, and uh, yeah, that was that was the weekend. I love that. Yeah. Um, you know what I'd love to do? Hmm. A game. I, you know I'm in. I love games. Now, here's the thing. We don't have Chris with us today. Chris is still out. Chris you know, he's, still out. he's a popular guy. He's, he's got a busy guy. His wife. He's got his kid. They're traveling for the holidays. Yes. They were looking at balloons last time. Yeah, but we do have our good buddy Emilio. Emilio. Sitting on the floor here. Oh. Emilio. Uh, we're going to play a little game called This or That, which okay. we've done before, but okay. we're going to do it again. And so, so he's going to rapid fire these at us? Yes, he's okay. going to rapid fire these uh, this or that questions to us, and then we'll uh, respond. I'm in. Okay, here we go. First one. Gift bags or wrapping paper? Mm. You go one of two ways. Now, are we talking about <laughs> the doing of would you rather like wrap something mm. or put it in a gift bag or the receiving? Is it the giving or the receiving? That's a great question. I also think it depends on what date it is and what time and how soon mm. is the person coming over that that gift is supposed to go to. That is true. Cause if it's, if it's a gift bag, peaking is going to happen. Well, I'm also thinking about like, Oh crap, I forgot to wrap my dad's gift. Right. I'm not like sprinting off to the garage. and be like, got to cut this paper real yeah. nice. It's just like, give me some tissue paper. Give me a bag. Boom. It's in. Do you think people know when, that if when it comes in a gift bag, it's the gift there is bag. less, thought and love put into it i think so that you might have scrambled last minute to i like, think oh, so. crap how am i gonna wrap dad's gift i think they do but i think also most people in today's culture if they're real friends they probably also were rushing to get whatever they needed yeah. as presents because so they like, had to get over to the house exactly yeah that's exactly. a good point we're all just rushing what i love is when you get like a gift bag that had and this is just a general note if sure. you're giving a gift bag gift we're totally going off on a church sure. but that's what we do don't put a sticker label on it. Absolutely. Because 
I want to reuse the bag. I want to reuse the bag. But I'm either going to need to find another sticker to, that's large enough to cover yours yes. up, or I'm going to have to make the very uncomfortable move of crossing out the and name. And that's no good. I've done that before. Ooh. Or like you get like, the one was written in a ballpoint pen before. Right. So you're like, I'm going to get a big Sharpie. And just kind of go and over just it. just go over it. Oh, no, that's good. And people know. It, yeah. That's sort of like, I realize the gift bag stickers as labels is like the equivalent of like your registration tag on your license plate. Yes. You just, like, just will keep steal putting them. on top. Just, just go, keep putting on top. Keep building it up. I love that. Yeah. I got to say, I do love wrapping gifts. Yeah, me too. I enjoy the the folding. I'm not especially good at it, but I enjoy it. Mm. Um, and I got to say the opening a gift, I'd rather go with wrapping paper. I'm with you on that. There's just something about the sound. And the finding the spot that you're yeah. going to tear from. Like you're kind of like, now my dad loves to do the thing where he tapes every single. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. My yeah. dad does that all the time. So you like can't find an opening. You have to yeah. sort of like break it apart. My dad not does on the same a thing. Yeah. That's and a dad I, thing. But I feel like it's gotten to the point now where he just does it because he, when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, right. dad, this How must be a dad gift. Yeah. And so like even Christmas to this day, he's, he's still <laughs> doing it. And I will say there was a chapter of my life where I did that as well, where people were like, well, this is a Danny gift, yeah. you know, and now, you know, cause I'm a dad and you know, I got bills and all sure. that sort of stuff. I'm like, guys, you really only need like a strip <laughs> We're here, wasting a strip, tape here. You're wasting tape. I don't need to go through three rolls of tape anymore. <laughs> this tape doesn't grow in trees. <laughs> right. But I do like wrapping gifts can be fun. And what's really fun is like when you wrap one that you're really proud of, you're oh, like, yeah. Cause some of them you're like, wow, those folds. That is not going to way, hold. way off. Yeah. Uh, like one's like really goes really far down on yep. one side and the other one's like you're literally like squeezing it together just barely holding and then together, you cut yeah. like a little strip to cover up yep. the part that's yeah. exposed on the gift so you know when, what else i love to do yeah. is with wrapping gifts is when you're like at the end of the paper yeah but you're trying to make it work <laughs> and you have like because it's never the right size right like right. you're always taking like a square yeah. out of the the roll, right? Yeah. And so then you get these mismatched like shapes. Mm -hmm. And I like to take all of those and wrap something with like, this one has like a little rectangle yeah. on the top. And then I tape it next to like kind of an oblong oval on the side. And then yes. I tape that next to a sort of long skinny rectangle. And then right. I tape that. To, and I like to sort of mismatch and Frankenstein. Those are uh, fun too. Yeah. I feel like I've, I feel like my mom has delivered some of those. She goes, well, you know, I only had this much left of the Care Bear paper. And <laughs> right. I'm like, Mom, you've had that Care Bear paper since I was like seven. Like, I just assumed you would have thrown it away yeah. by now. She's yeah. like, I don't want to waste it. <laughs> so I guess, you know, to bring this back around, yes. I think wrapping, wrapping paper. over yeah. gift bag. Yeah. All right, wrapping paper. That's yep. our answer. Next one. Um, pet penguin or pet reindeer? Whoa. Ooh. Pet penguin or pet, pet reindeer? Penguin. Penguin? Penguin. I don't know. This is very apropos Ooh. because we just did our reindeer yeah. names episode and we read a review in there from somebody who worked as a zookeeper. With penguins. With penguins. Yeah. Um, I think I would go reindeer. I That's don't know. Tough. I feel like a reindeer. Reindeer, is... you need a whole stable. Yeah. Much more upkeep, you know. More space to move around. Yeah. Whereas I feel like a penguin, if you kept your house cold enough, that was going to be my question. Could just yeah. sleep in your bed. Oh, yeah. Right. I, what was the Mr. Popper's penguins? Mr. Is, Popper's penguins, yeah. I was trying to think like, are, are penguins, are they high maintenance? Like, do they need a cold? I mean, they live in Antarctica out? where there's nothing, it's right. just cold. But they also are at zoos. Sure. Which are not always cold. 
Sure. Like yeah. if they're just out in like the habitat. Yeah. Like I feel like it's sort of I mean, like yeah. I don't think you'd have to keep your house like sub zero. They just I think you like... probably want to keep it brisk. Right. You know, you wouldn't have the air at like seventy five, but you might keep it at mm. fifty. But that's pretty cool. But who would you have more fun with? Reindeer. Because you could, like, I feel like I could put a leash on him. Totally. I mean, can you imagine walk, <laughs> walking your reindeer down the street? Just imagine the looks of people driving by. They'd be like, oh, my God. Oh is that a reindeer? Um, you could bring him to the dog park. Oh, my God. Like, this is my four-legged friend. Yes. Uh, he'll be going to the large dog side. Yes. <laughs> yes. What kind of breed is that? Uh, why don't you mind your business? Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a mixture. He's a rain and deer. Yeah. <laughs> reindeer. I, so what would we go with? Mm. That's a hard one. Penguins are so cute. Let's go penguin. I'm well. I'm gonna go. You're reindeer. gonna go reindeer. Yeah, just for I'm gonna the go sheer, penguin. Like yeah. shock and awe sure, of sure. the whole thing. I think All right, that's our fun. answer. Yep, we're split on this one. All right, how many we got? Like one or two more here? Uh, three more. Three more. Oh, okay. How about this? Ham or turkey? Oof. What's a hammer turkey? <laughs> Is it like you hammer your turkey? MC Hammer Turkey. Hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like oh, turkey oh, oh, with hammer oh, pants oh, on. It's oh, a hammer turkey. Hammer turkey. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. We should do that as yes. merch that like only people who grew up in the 80s and 90s yes. will appreciate. Yes. I like that. And it can say ham or turkey, but then have a turkey with like hammer MC pan. Hammer yes. sunglasses, the big <laughs> pants, like the kind of like, you know, didn't he used to like kind of shave like lines in his yeah. sides of his, uh, his Did hair? you ever have hammer pants? I don't think I ever did. I did. Yeah. I like they were like really baggy balloony and like pants. N- neon. Yeah. My dad bought me a pair like in downtown LA <coughs> and he actually bought a pair for all of us. Nice. Because that's what people did in like the early late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Like people you would walk out of the house looking like sure. that and you'd like everyone's gonna awesome. think I'm cool. Yeah. Um but I remember I would dance around in the living room like when he would you know do like the ho ho yeah. ho I would I yeah. would do that. That's so good. As a kid. Now now I've just gone for the exact opposite. And I skinny, wear the tightest skinny. pants I possibly can. Okay, All right, so, so which one are you going to go with, ham or turkey? This is a hard one. Uh, is it a honey-baked ham? Yes. Yeah, honey-baked ham all day. Mm. I don't even have to think about it. I make a really good turkey. Okay. Is it honey-baked? I can make it honey-baked. That's a good point. I, okay. When I make my turkey, I put some bourbon in it. Ooh. I inject butter into every piece of the turkey. Okay. Um, I... I might go turkey. Really? I love turkey. I love a good turkey. Now, I'll say this. Bad turkey, way worse than bad ham. Yes. You can have bad ham and it's still ham. It's still good. Yeah. Bad turkey ugh, is the worst. There's something about when you got that like crispy little outside mm, with yeah. the honey glaze on it. When you get that bite that's got a little bit of like the chewiness or the butteriness of the ham mm-hmm. with a little bit of the crunch on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going what do you like? Ham, what do you yeah. like with your ham? Uh, like uh, mashed, corn, potatoes, mashed potatoes, green beans. I don't discriminate. Um, okay. I I'll just load up the, whatever's there, with the exception of like cranberries. I'm not a big yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big cranberry person. No, I don't either. especially like. I never understood that like sliced canned cranberry weird thing. Like weird. That just felt so lazy to me. Yeah. I, I don't agree. know. I like agree. you didn't cook that. No. I can see the lines of the. We're can. anti-cranberry here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like cranberry juice. Sure, I don't, but. Really? I'm against all cranberries. Really? Even the band? <laughs> Even the band. Wow. All cranberries, I'm anti-cranberry. Is that why you're anti-zombies? Yeah, that's oh, what okay. it is. Well, yeah. that, that's just... Zombie. Zombie. All right. We're, uh, we're split on this one. Ham and turkey. Ham and turkey. What's our next all right. one? A star topper or angel topper? Mm. Ooh. We have both because we have you the have two both. trees. Oh. So we have a star on one and an angel on the other. 
so it's hard to pick. I think I, I'm going star. I think I, I've always had a star. Yeah, star. I always had a star growing up in my house, but Lisa had an angel, which is why we have both. And I've grown to really like the angel, but I think just for nostalgic reasons, I'll go star as well. You know what would be really fun would be to do a line of uh, toppers that were angels, but they were all like, like you know, uh, what's the magician's name? David uh, Blaine? No, the one with the last name Angel. Oh, Chris Angel? Chris Angel. Like there was a Chris Angel and then like Ashley Parker Angel from O-Town. Like wouldn't that be a really funny collection to do? Oh my God, do? that's so good. At the very least, what we need to do on our trees here yeah. is we need Emilio for you to print out a picture of Chris Angel and then a- what Ashley is it? Ashley Parker Ashley Angel. Ashley Parker yeah. Angel from O-Town. And we'll put one on each side. That'd be so funny. And then those will be our tree toppers. We could do a shirt. Oh, the, put a pin in this or yeah. type it in wherever we put like shirt ideas is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Oh, that's good. And then it's all different. Like all different one could be like Shohei Otani or sure. like Mike yeah. Trout yeah, you know, yeah, from yeah, the Angels, yeah. Chris Angel, Angels Ashley. in the Outfield. Yeah. Oh, that's Danny good. Glover. Yes. Oh, oh this is I good. guess it would have to be Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, he, he was, was one of the, the Angels. angels. Yes. Oh, yeah, my gosh. True. This, this is, is happening. <laughs> this is beautiful. We should play more of this or that because this is great. We're, it's leading to great ideas. Merch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Although, you know, what would be cool would be an angel holding a star. Oh. So if you were able to make like a, you know, a very respectful traditional yeah. angel, but it's like arms were up and it was holding a star because then you could get both. Oh, I like that. That'd be cool too. That's got it. That's got to be on Etsy. Yeah, probably. Imagine. I'll look it up. All right. What do we got next? Last one. Sledding or ice skating. Mm. I here's I the thing both. sledding anyone can do yes you know you just sit on the sled sit and, and slide and you just pray you yeah. know depending on how steep the hill is sure and even if you don't have a sled get a big trash bag do you ever do that as a kid no you never went trash bag sledding no I remember I went to Canada like the only Christmas I've celebrated anywhere other than Southern California yeah. I went to Vancouver Canada and they didn't have uh, sleds. Uh-huh. So we brought like the huge like outdoor black. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they're trash thicker. bags. Yeah. They're thicker, and there was enough room for like two people to sit on it. And baby, you just go you sliding just go right down, down that thing. Wow. Yeah. I, so sledding's inclusive. Like any everyone sure. can sled. Sure. Ice skating. You know, I'm really good at like going fast, mm-hmm. but the stopping. Not, <laughs> not so, so much. Great. I'm like that guy from Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's like. <laughs> What, which character was he? He was the guy who played Benny the Jet in yeah. Sandlot. Oh, gosh. What was his name? We're going to need... I don't know. Emilio, we we're going IMDb. to you for... Was that Mighty Ducks 2? Mighty Ducks 2, because he D2. was on the Olympic team. Yes. He was like from... Where was he from? Texas guy. He, I don't know if they ever said where he was from, but he wasn't because Keenan was the guy from Southern California. Yeah. They had the, the cowboy. Puck. Yeah. They had the cowboy who did the lasso stuff. Yes. I can't remember where this guy... You know... He was from Miami. Was he? That seems he was from seems Miami. Right. Yeah. But what was his name? Got of the meals. I'm looking right now. D2, Mighty D2. Ducks. I don't know what his character's name is. Defin- the actor definitely yeah. played Benny the Jet yes. in Sandlot. I feel like we're going to hear it, and then we're immediately going to be like, oh, that. Or maybe I'll just pretend. One thing has become very clear here today. Chris is faster at Googling. Than Emilio is at Googling, but we still love him. I actually wonder if Chris, like, as we're talking these things, total stream of conscious, like, anticipates, oh, they're going to ask this. So he, like, pulls something up. But then if we don't ask it, he's like, all right, swipe it away. Yeah. Okay, next, swipe it away. 
I'm ready. You know, I oh, wonder if he does that. That's well, smart. Him. Yeah. I mean, Emilio should have asked him. All right, Emilio, we've <laughs> killed a bunch of times. So what's the answer here? Luis Mendoza. There it is. That's what it Luis is. Luis Mendoza. Mendoza. Yes. Okay. M- Mendoza can't stop. Yes, totally. That's it. Oh, my god. How did we even get here? Oh, we were talking ice about skating. ice skating. This okay. That. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm going to say I loved sledding as a kid. We had a like a retention pond in our neighborhood, ooh. so we would what go. What does that mean? I went ooh, like I knew what that was. <laughs> what, what is that? Retention pond is like at the front of our like subdivision. Okay, was like it was probably six feet deep. Okay. Like if you were in the bottom of it, it would go. The slope was about six mm. feet up, and it just was like a big area the size of like a soccer field. Okay. That was in the front. It was in like all the neighborhoods in Chicago. And it was when it would rain, somehow the water. It was like a runoff Would like thing? run off into it. And then. But more often it, than not, it was just a big empty field. I was going to say, is it just empty a lot yeah, of the time? Yeah. Oh, and okay. so, but because it had that little slope. Yeah. And the slope was short. I mean, like when we would go down the sled, it was sled, 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 sled. I mean, it was like very quick. Okay. But we, I remember me and my brother used to have a snowboard that mm. had a like a handle and a rope tied to the front of it. Oh, that's cool. So like you just stood on it. You didn't lock your feet in or anything like that. And you just held this rope and then you'd go down. So I love sledding, but I love ice skating. Do you really? I absolutely love, love ice skating. I grew up a huge hockey fan. Okay. Um, I played roller hockey much more than I played. I didn't even really ever play ice hockey. Um, but I took hockey skating lessons, yeah. and so I learned to skate through that. So I can stop pretty good. I can okay. do pretty a pretty good hockey, hockey stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really and cool. so yeah. my favorite thing to do is go to an ice rink, like a public ice rink. Yeah. And most people are <laughs> like holding onto the walls and like just yes. slowly shimming their feet across. I like to just go <laughs> and like just go flying by those, those people. Guys. All right. and, oh, I'm totally that guy. <laughs> I am a hundred percent that guy. And there was one time we went to the the rink in Burbank, and I there was like a lady standing, talking to her family, like a mom, like yeah. an adult mom, and she was standing there. And she was kind of holding on to the the sign. She was talking to her friend, but Lisa and my uncle Craig was there at the time, was standing right next to them. So I was coming up to say hi to okay. my family, but I came in fast and did a. And like did a big stop and it scared the lady next to me so much. I didn't hit her, but it scared her so much. She went and fell down (laughs) and fell to the ground. And I was like, oh, sorry. I was like, I didn't hit you, did I? She's like, no, but you came in so fast. And I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, see that? Yeah. I couldn't do that. I'm the like skate fast and then I do the into into the the boards. boards. With like, you hear the... where you just yes. hear like the the toe of yes. the skates smash i'm yeah. one of those people that's to blame for like the toes of the skates the hockey Being skates dented. like falling apart yeah uh that was so i guess i'm going sledding i'm going skating and you're going skating that's pretty but good maybe if it was skating at, at like rockefeller or central park mm. i guess the setting so nice. also yeah that's true and who you're skating with is it like yeah. a romantic skate sure i think i'm still choosing sledding though yeah that was awesome emilio was, that was a very emilio. fun game yes. i like that um, okay, there's a very exciting bit of uh, news here. We sort of buried the lead. We didn't tell anybody. I, I can't. Was I can't believe that we're waiting till this point. But we're telling we you now. We should have said it at the beginning. We probably should have said it at the beginning. <laughs> but we have a guest today. Yes. Very exciting. You know, it's always a massively merry time here yes. on Christmas Countdown. But today, I feel like is like a new echelon. This is our biggest movie star. We've I'm ever nervous. had. I'm a little nervous. I'm slightly as well. nervous this is as exciting. Well. Yeah, we're we're really we're climbing the mountain towards 
real famous people right now. And this is a real famous this person. Is a real like, famous in terms person. of like Christmas famous, like this is like Chris famous. Like this Ooh, is that was good on the Mount Rushmore of famous Christmas movie actors. Mm-hmm. I think this person has to be. I think. I yeah. think I would put that person on there. Look at his face. He's, 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 he's looking a, around like, wait, me? You deserve it. Yes. Wait, who is it? I want to know who is he it. He wants to know who it is. Job. It's you, Jonathan Bennett. It's Jonathan it's Bennett, you. everybody. Yes. Make Woo. some noise. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop it. I was, like, getting excited. I'm like, great. Who's it going to be? Like, I was into it. I'm like, there's got to be someone really famous on the show then. No, and it's then you, buddy. You're talking about me. That's very kind. Of course. Um, but, you know, really, Santa Claus is the only real famous person at Christmas. So well played. Well played. That's that good. Good. And maybe Michael Buble. Maybe he gets on that list. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. yeah. And Mariah. Mariah, for sure. And Isn't it cute that they tried to make Mariah carry the Queen of Christmas yeah. when really we all know it's Lacey Chabert? Like, don't yes. even... Don't even. But did you see she tried? Okay. She tried to like file a copyright, and it it didn't get through. Right. Yeah. And what it was, it didn't get approved because I secretly had already filed it for Lisa Chabert. <laughs> right. This well is played. the tea that is spilt on yes. Christmas Countdown uh-huh. Show. Yes. Uh, Jonathan, we are so thrilled that you have taken the time to hang out with us today. We know you're super busy. You got the Holiday Sitter, your brand new Hallmark Channel holiday movie, which is coming up. You're also December sitting 11th. in a December 11th is yeah. coming up, and you're you're sitting in this very festive space. I love those trees that you have behind you. Those are very cool. True story. This is my tree. This is the tree I stole from the Christmas house too. <laughs> because it's collapsible. And Ooh, that's good. You just take the thing and go whoop, down into like a little circle. And I put it, I went to the art department. I'm like, these will look really good in my house in Palm Springs. <laughs> like vintage. How do I steal them? And he's like, well, I could just give them to you. Right. And so he gave me six of them to bring home and I brought them home with me. So these are the actual famous uh, trees from the Christmas house too. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's incredible. Well, you are joining for a very perfect episode today because yes. the countdown we're doing later, Eric and myself, that you're going to join us for, which we're very excited for, is we're doing top five Christmas decorations. You've done what? I think three uh, Hallmark Channel movies that have been all about Decoration. decorating yeah the house for christmas so we feel like you're very very much like a perfect fit uh for this theme today so we're, we're excited it's very it's, on brand it's yeah. very on brand for you so you know you you've become like so synonymous with these incredible hallmark channel christmas movies you know have you always been a fan of, of the holiday season is that just a part of who you are okay weird because i wasn't really that into christmas and started until i started working in the space like i loved christmas but not i wasn't like into it the way i am now and between doing Hallmark Channel Christmas movies, and I used to host Halloween Wars, but we would shoot all this stuff in the summer. So by the time the actual holidays got here, I was so over Christmas. Spent, yeah. You're Halloween and like setting up. And then because they're, they're, what happens is you come back from shooting these movies and you've been all Christmas out, right? You've seen right. so many decorations. And then there's like a few months go by where you're like, I'm not doing Christmas at all. Like, I'm burnt out on it. I'm over it. I don't want to be involved. And then Halloween is over and you're like, yeah, I'm going to put up a tree. So yeah. obviously, <laughs> like, but yeah. there comes that like, you have like this like PTSD from so much Christmas sure. that you're like, I can't look at another ornament at all. And then you come home and especially with the movies I've done, which are literally based on having too much decorations. Like that's <laughs> the whole point of the movie. Yeah, so yeah. like you come home and you have to like, you have to like, exhale kind of like shake it off until you're excited for it again yes do you have any uh standing rules personally about like when it's okay to start decorating for christmas inside outside your house 
What's your feeling on, on that? Well, I would leave the Christmas lights up all year, not because I think that you should just have them up all year, but because I'm lazy. Sure. (laughs) I would just leave them up if the HOA wouldn't come down on us, Right. but last they do. So, um, we take them down in January, but I put them up in October because we're always gone a lot during the holidays sure. for Christmas con or promoting our movies or doing all this traveling from for like our gay travel company outbound. So like we're always traveling during the holidays. So like I have to put them up early so I can actually enjoy them at the house a little bit before we leave. Oh, yeah. I mean, you are speaking our love language. Yes. <laughs> right now. Eric and I are like decorate early, decorate often. Like inside, outside, I, you know, I am the first person in my neighborhood to get the lights up every year. And it's, it's a point of pride for me. I love when I get really disgusted looks from my neighbors and like already. And I'm like, darn right. Yeah, already. They were like, they're, yeah, they're like 4th of July, not a good time to start decorating. <laughs> I, but if it's that's good, why I the weird looks. Yeah. But I, my feeling is like, if it, if they, if looking at the decorations and putting them up get, brings you joy in a world that's so full of cynicism and crap, isn't it great to just like find the things that make us happy and celebrate them? I yep. couldn't agree more. I mean, that's why, as, as Jonathan shared, like Fourth of July, baby. I use Christmas in July as like an excuse sure, yeah, yeah. to to put it on. Like, well, I'm not gonna take them down now. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that'd be a good idea, but no, I, I wait until. Right after Halloween is usually when I when I start putting them up. Um, so let's chat a little bit about the Holiday Sitter. This is your brand new uh, movie that's coming. Let's yeah, let's wave our hands in the air and shake them yeah. like we just don't care. Um, let's chat a little bit about it. Uh, I love that this is an inclusive movie. You know, for me personally, uh, you know, I've become a huge advocate for the disability community. So anytime there's inclusive content in the mainstream media. That speaks to my heart. I'm very passionate about it. So, so talk to me about what it means to you to be a part of, you know, a movie like this that that is really putting out a level of representation that that finally is starting to happen. I'm so proud to be part of Hallmark Channel and to be telling a story like The Holiday Sitter, which is an LGBTQ plus led Christmas rom com. Because having inclusivity like this and our storytelling at the network means so much. Because The Holiday Sitter even though it is an LGBTQ plus led movie with leading characters that are, you know, me and me and Jason falling in love. It is not a movie just for the LGBTQ plus community. It's a movie for everybody Yeah, because Christmas is for everybody and Hallmark channel for everybody. So what's cool about this movie and what I'm so proud of is that yes, we are two men that are the leads of the movie that tell, and it's a story about us, but it isn't just for us. It's for everybody. It's right. two people falling in love, which is the story yeah. of all these things. They yeah. might be two dudes. Yeah. You know, and uh, and that's the and that's the beauty of the movie. And that's what I think is going to resonate so much with people is that when we set out, you know, as an executive producer of this movie and I wrote the story oh, wow. and I'm starting it, like we didn't set out to make a quote unquote gay movie because it's not a gay movie. It's a movie for everybody. Yeah, right. It just happens that there are two men as the lead characters. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I mean, that that's how we normalize things in, in this world, you know, whether it's because of sexuality, race, disability, whatever it might be. It's like the more people see it, the more it becomes normal. The only reason it hasn't been normal is because we haven't seen it and we need to see more of it. And I love that, that films like this. Yeah, representation are- matters. It's, yeah. it's, it's important for, for everyone to feel like they have a seat at the holiday table. Yes. And 
you know, I think that's what Hallmark Channels did such is doing such a great job of is making sure that the network's for everyone, the stories are for everyone, and the holiday table of the network feels like you can look around it and see mm. everyone represented at yeah. the table. I yeah. think that's really important. And I, you know, like you said, you don't know what you don't know, right? And until well, you didn't say that, I just said that. But <laughs> when you have when you have stories of representation and inclusion, people see it. And when they see it, they start to identify with the characters and they start to identify with the same problems that Sam, my character is going through are the same problems that a straight guy is going through. Yeah. And the same problems that, you know, a straight girl are going through. Like everyone has something they can identify with in, in the characters in this movie. And I think that's so important because it shows that it's just humans being humans. Yeah, agree. Can you tell us a little bit about the plot of the movie? And sure. we—I was unaware that you wrote it. So that congrats on that. That's amazing. Uh, story by credit. I didn't sure. write it, but I, I came up with the story. Sure. Great. Amazing. Basically, the the pitch went. Um, I called the Hallmark and was like, "Hey, what if we made Uncle Buck, but he's gay?" <laughs> and <laughs> they were like, "Brilliant! Let's make it." Yeah. Um, since then, the movie has changed and adapted. The story is not actually that storyline anymore. But that was kind of at the root, like my idea for like something I wanted to do. And with, or in the holiday sitter is basically, it's about my character, Sam, who is this eternal bachelor living in New York city, single, doesn't want a family, doesn't want to date is totally fine. Just living out his bachelor fantasy in the big city. Yep. And his sister calls because they're adopting a baby and the birth mother has gone into labor. Mm. So they have to five days before Christmas, they have to, go pick up the new baby and they have no one to watch the kids. So they're, they're kids, Miles and Danya. So after thinking of everyone else in the world that could possibly watch them because they don't want to have to call their, her brother, Sam, right. they do. <laughs> Sam, you're the only person that has nothing to do for the holidays because you don't, you're, you know, you don't, you don't ever come home. You don't make plans. You're the only one with nothing because you don't have a family of your own. Mm. Can you come and help us? And so reluctantly, Sam, comes home to take care of his niece and nephew for the holidays who he hasn't seen in years. Sure. So they don't even recognize him at first. It's almost like, who is this stranger in yeah. our house? <laughs> and he ends up having to put on Christmas for his niece and nephew. And so it's a hilarious fish out of water story, which I always find hilarious yeah. of uh, this eternal bachelor having to come home and put on Christmas for his niece and nephew. Wow. That sounds so good. Did you? Where did you guys shoot this? Did you get to shoot in New York at all, or where did you shoot? Oh, uh, we elsewhere? shot in Vancouver. Oh, you did. Okay. And what, what's so fun is that Sam falls in love, or not? I don't want to say falls in love. Sam meets the hot, hunky neighbor next door, right, Jason. And at first, he's like, "Oh, wow, I have a hot, hunky neighbor. That's the carpenter who's adding the addition onto the house. Right. That's cool." And then you, Sam comes to find out, without giving too much away, that oh. He's on the same team as me. There <laughs> might be a chance. Yes. <laughs> all of a sudden, Sam goes from, oh, this is a cool neighbor that just happens to be hunky. That, you know, as, you know, as a gay man, you're like, oh, wow, the, the guy installing my, you know, garage door happens to be hot and hunky. That's cool. And then he turns and he's like, oh, and I'm gay. Then it just changes the whole dynamic where Sam becomes a blubbering idiot and <laughs> compose himself around this guy ever so it was such fun characters for us to get to play how old uh are the kids that you're sitting six in and ten and how were they oh, to work with how was it working with, oh, with 13, the kids? six and thirteen six and they're 13. amazing and 
they, it was funny because the one kid Everett who plays Miles, um, I was such a fan of both of these children because they're so hilarious. Yeah. But yeah. we always had a thing where I would look at Danya, the little girl, and after each take, I would say, do you know what we did? And we'd go, we crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> a little thing where we're like, we crushed it. And we would do that. Or before the scene, I would just look across at her right when they say action. And I just go, boom, yeah, like yeah. That with my fist. And she'd do it back. And so it's like, okay, we're going to crush this scene. And then Everett, who plays Miles, would, if I would do a good take and be funny, he would keep candy in his pocket. Not a joke. This is a fact. And he would pull out a piece of candy and he'd be like, good take, bro. And oh, that's like, great. If I do a good job, I need to be rewarded. Okay. Yeah. I'm an in insecure only child actor. Okay. <laughs> I need validation and reward. So he took it literal and put a bunch of candy in his pocket every day. And when I would actually make him laugh, he would give me a piece of candy. And so I knew I did a good job and that I made him laugh. So that's great. So, you know, Eric and I, we are super obsessed with Christmas, as you can tell by where we're oh. sitting and what we're wearing and the fact that we decided to start a Christmas podcast. I feel like you have to be a certain level of Christmas obsessed to, to do this. Um, what's What do you love the most about the holiday season? I love the fact that it's the time of year that we stop and we take pause and we don't work as hard and we all just take a break. Hopefully if you're lucky enough to be able to do that and just, you know, you're, you're with your family, whatever that family may mean to you, whatever that chosen family is you, whether it's a, you know, chosen family or your birth family, it's a time for everyone to come together and do traditions. And I think traditions are what make the holiday so special. Like, Tradition in my queer household is very important. And we do a lot of things like put up this tree, we decorate, we have our friends over for our our version of the holidays. And I think it's that coming back to tradition each year that makes them so special. And that's what I love the most about them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's great. That, that's having awesome. those things you do every single year, you know? I always think, you know, I... I've not done it as much as I want to, but my kids, I always try to take a picture of them on the same bench each year yeah. because yeah. there's something about like seeing them grow. And there's, I think that's kind of what you're saying is like, there's that feeling of like, we've been here before it's familiar, oh. but also what has changed since the last mm. time, you know, right. and that we're creatures of habit. We need a place to belong and the holidays, hopefully you have, everyone has whatever that chosen family is for them. Do you have a, a favorite holiday memory, either from your childhood or recently when you like, Ooh, if I, yeah. if I said to you like, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Um, well, this was one that happened at Thanksgiving. This is a trauma one, but also very funny. <laughs> I pulled the turkey out at Thanksgiving at our house, like five years ago, four years ago. And I pulled out the metal you know, the pan that it comes in, you get those disposable yeah. pans. I pulled it out. I had doubled it. So it was thick. Sure. And when I pulled it out, it buckled oh. and 375 degree grease and butter went out the spout of the front of the pan and the, the butter went right down my leg oh my and I watched my skin melt off oh. and fall. Oh my gosh. Gnarly. But I was in such shock when it happened. And so tr like adrenaline just took over yeah. that everyone's like, Oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. They're like you need to go to the hospital. And I literally looked at the 
Thanksgiving meal I had just prepared. And I was like, you all are going to sit down and we are going to <laughs> And then we will go to the hospital because I have worked too long to not sit and eat it. So everyone shut your mouth, zip it, and eat the damn turkey. And eat quickly because I need a burn unit. I'm like, we will enjoy this meal, whether you like it or not. It's like the Thanksgiving version of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. No, that's exactly it. Like you're going to the world and you will have a good time. You are eating the meal and you're going to like it. That's incredible. Oh my gosh. Was the turkey good? Was the turkey good at least? Delicious. Oh, okay, perfect. And you didn't so butter in it. And you didn't drop the turkey, I'm assuming. Oh because you could have no. in the it's pain. Like, I felt it burning my leg and I'm like, I'm not dropping the turkey. <laughs> yes, yes. That's dedication. I, I actually not nearly as bad as that, but when I was in high school, I was taking out the turkey and it had we had like a pan that had little metal handles mm. and my dad was like basting or something and I was like holding it and somehow something that my dad did one of the metal handles like landed right on my wrist and oh it you know it had been in the oven for hours and I was like oh it's I couldn't even like form words as right. it was like slowly just like sinking into my oh, skin oh my gosh and I was like don't drop the turkey oh my gosh yeah. Well, uh, on that note, <laughs> let's speak. You know, speaking of like the holidays and uh, you know the, burning the, the roller coaster that the season can provide. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we love about the holiday season uh, is decorating for the holidays. Are are you a big decorator? Like I know you talked about like getting stuff out. Like has that become like a big part of the tradition for you? Well, it's it's fun to decorate and put the same things in the same place every year. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of like changing the decorations yeah. like i want them all to always be in the same place because then it feels like familiar like traditions yeah, yeah so i love it we, we do a lot of funky stuff because we are in palm springs for christmas and so all of our decorations aren't your traditional they're more like vintage 60s 50s yeah, and 60s we love that or christmas decorations do you have uh, something i was just sort of realizing myself is that i think i want to always be adding every year though like I lo- I definitely have the things that I like. That goes there. This goes here. That's always there. But I do like the idea of each year adding either another tree or another inflatable in the front yard or a new wreath or something like that. Yeah. Do you like that or do you feel like well, I got the well, things I like? Yeah. Let me tell you, this I get. Jonathan is going to grab another decoration. Yes, we do do. Yes, I do additions to all of our decorations like this year we added c9 light bulbs in the front so the old school c9 big ones that the ceramic not the led they don't look the same they don't like the same you need those old school c9 bulbs that get super hot and almost burn your house down yes um you need those so we added c9 lights to the front of the house this year so that's our big addition but what i love is using um these are from Hallmark, uh, I don't know what's it called, Crown, like the de- Hallmark decorations. Yes. Are those the new ones for this year? Every year we yes. add the new Christmas vacation ornaments. Yes. Oh, Jonathan, you are speaking to my heart right now. It's my favorite. Oh, no, I know every word to it. Are you serious? Yes. 
We, it's my favorite movie of all time. I'm begging them to let me do a, a version of it for Hallmark. Like, let me do the Griswolds. Yes, we just like did. Uh, we just did a countdown that was like our favorite lines from Christmas movies. Yeah, I got it. Here we go. Hey, Ben, you're looking for any last minute gift ideas? <laughs> I want one. I want Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want to borrow from his happy little slumber over on Melly Delane with all the other rich a holes. <laughs> I want to borrow right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye. I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood. Sucking, dog kissing, brainless, hopeless, heartless, badass, spotty lip, bug eyed, worm headed, stiff legged, sack of monkey. He is. Hallelujah. Holy. Where's the Tyler? Oh, Where's that was Tyler? beautiful. <laughs> Jonathan Bennett with one of the greatest monologues yes. in the history of Christmas oh, movies. And I love that you even uh, bleeped yourself as, as you were going oh, yeah. there. I got you. No, that was. I was like, "Are we gonna hear?" Are we? Because I know that monologue all too well, or I guess not all too well. I just know it well. Um, that's so great. Um, so speaking of decorations, the theme of this episode, Eric and I are counting down our top five favorite Christmas decorations. We would love if you would share with us from five to one your favorite Christmas decorations and maybe a little reason why you love them so much. Sure. Number five: these collapsible trees from the Christmas House Two set that I stole. Yes. Um, because why I love them so much, there's a lot of bang for the buck. Mm. They're, they look very festive and fill the room, but they collapse down into a tiny little thing you put in a box when you go to store it. So good, good storage. Number four, pre-lit Christmas tree. Yes. Not a fan of real trees. Not worth it. Too much hassle. Nice pre-lit one. But I like this fact that, hold on, they can change colors. Let me show you. Hold on. Yes. See, you can, I can change colors so that way you can set the mood. I love, love that. I'm a big fan of trees, if you can't tell. Number three, <laughs> these vintage pink and teal Ooh, trees that I have. Why do I love them so much? Well, because I like things that are traditional, but not. So mm. all these things aren't your typical like Christmas colors and like very like red and green traditional Christmas. Everything's a little funky. So I love a good funky tree, yes. right? That's number three. Number two, my Christmas vacation ornaments. Yes. Because. Yes. Do you have the Clark one with when he's holding the turkey? No. Do you have that one? I have him holding a chainsaw. I got that a few years ago and you press it. And I think it's, um, uh, it's the, the aunt. And she's like, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Yeah, that one. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Love when he goes, Russ. When was the yes. last time I ever oh, did anything? Oh, so good. <laughs> and then I think my number one favorite Christmas decoration is a C9 Christmas bulb. C9 Christmas lights. And there's Ooh. nothing better because we wrap them on all our palm trees and it just looks so cool and vintage. So I'm all about changing your Christmas decorations, making them vintage, making them old school, making them not the traditional Christmas colors. That is so great, Jonathan. Wow. I think all of those were so good. I totally agree with you on the C9 bulbs. That's a great point. We have we have a few here in our uh, our little studio, and Danny's mom, when we were putting them up, was like, you need to yeah. turn those off or you're going to burn down the whole place. Yeah, so, That's the, why we so the next day, my dad brought a fire extinguisher just to case. our studio just in case it burned down or tried to burn down. Right. Very holiday fitter on Hallmark Channel, December 11th, because I used a fire extinguisher in that movie. You'll have to see it to understand why. Yeah, we are so looking forward to checking out your movie, which comes out this this weekend, Sunday, December 11th at 8, 7 Central on Hallmark Channel. Jonathan, we're we're so grateful for you taking the time and want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank you so and much. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. Yeah. yeah. 
I can't wait for you guys to see the holiday sitter. You are going to laugh your butts off. We're excited. Thanks, bud. See ya. Bye. That was awesome. What a nice guy. He's so fun. I mm. loved his energy. He, he literally was like all over his house. Like, yes. He was like, I got to go grab this decoration. <laughs> he kept popping up to grab stuff. It was oh great. Oh my gosh. And he was like moving the camera here, then moving the camera back. And I am so blown away by his love for Christmas Vacation. Yes. That was really I mean, cool when, when he did that when he said I'm a Christmas Vacation fan, I was like, okay, yeah. Let's see how you <laughs> right. rate on right. a scale of one to me. And then he went off on the whole did monologue. the whole monologue and he had the ornaments yeah. i just i was so blown away so great. and grateful that he, he took so much time to chat with us so make sure you check out holiday sitter uh coming up this weekend uh on hallmark channel but um you know he counted down his top five decorations perhaps we should do ours i'm in let's do it let's do it All right, folks, here we go. This is top five Christmas decorations. Now, I should say, Danny, we yes. didn't talk about this, mm -hmm. which I kind of like that we don't we don't pre-plan our lists. We don't. We try to surprise each other with yeah. our stuff, and we try not to constrict each other too much. So when we give a topic, sometimes we can view it different ways, mm. right? Um, last episode, we did the reindeer names, and I did this sort of like pairing, you know? Didn't know you were going to do that. Right. And it you included sort of, Miles. I did include Miles. So that cool. was really cool. Yeah. Um, so this one, and I'm curious to see which direction you went. When we were talking about top five Christmas decorations, did you go with like general decorations? Like I like garland, mm. or I like tree toppers, or, or did you go with specific... I have this ornament from when I was born and it looks, it's a Mickey on an ice skating rink or something. I'm curious to see which way you went. So really my list is sort of like a hybrid of I like, like I like this item, but here's a specific version of it mm -hmm. that I really like. I Just love to that. give a little bit more detail yeah, yeah. to it as well. I like that. All right. So we're going to start with my number five here, as okay. we usually do. Uh, number five, I'm going to go Christmas Village. I love Ooh, a Christmas village. That's great. Um, my mom always did a Christmas village. Lisa does a Christmas village. I love the, A, I love how they look. Yeah. I love how they make me feel. I love all the little like people that are like in the snow. And when you try to kind of put levels and Lisa has a great village, which some people go the route of going with just one company. You know, okay. I don't know what the companies are, but there's like three or four companies yes. that like make Christmas villages. And some people are like, I only do Company A. This company, you know? right. Um, ours is a little bit more of a mix, which I kind of like. As long as they don't drastically contrast, I think it's cool to go that right. way. Um, so I love a good Christmas village. We also have, we have three Christmas villages in our house. Whoa. So we have one that is like Lisa's that she kind of sets up and we do it on her bookshelf and she has all the snow and the kids sledding and there's the theater yeah. and there's the Santa's workshop and there's the church and it's amazing, right? Um, but then we have a second Christmas village, which is the Hallmark Christmas village that we got last year from Hallmark Channel. Right. Thank you, Hallmark, uh, that plays music. And it's like these five buildings all connected and they slowly light up and then turn off and they play music. Very fun. Right. And then one of my favorites is Lisa's grandmother. Um, her dad's mom made a Christmas village literally from scratch. Oh my like gosh. she cast it and like did the pottery of it i don't even know what you call that right um but she painted everything and it's like these little cobblestone streets and it's kind of one big thing but it lights up from the bottom and it's kind of this bluish snowflake color yeah it's so beautiful so my number five thing of christmas decorations is i love a good christmas village i should have seen that coming mm. you want to know why why because when you and i went shopping to decorate <laughs> I need to say that. this studio yes 
there was a Christmas village set up mm-hmm. next to the stuff that we were there looking at. Mm-hmm. And you were like taking pictures of stuff. And I was like, oh. It was as if I was your kid and yes. we went to the store and I like stopped in the toy aisle. Yes. And I was like, I want that. And I want that. <laughs> <laughs> you were so obsessed. And I will say like Christmas village like things are so cool. They're so cool. Like they had one that I think was like, uh, it wasn't a carousel. It was like. Um, Merry-go-round? No, it maybe it was a carousel. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't a carousel. Or uh, it was a Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. Yes, That's yeah. what I always get those mixed up. Yeah. But it was like a Ferris wheel, and then you've got like the town barber, yeah. and then you've got, there's just all these little cool yeah. spaces. Little and Christmas I, tree stand. And I have looked at them so frequently in my life, and the reason I have not bought one yet mm-hmm. is I know. I You Once don't just you go buy down one. that path. Well, yeah. it is hard to start it, because when you just have one, it might look a little lonely. It's not a village. But you should, you know what you should do? You should get one and okay. start with like, the church or the town hall. And then each year, what's really fun is each year to add a building mm. or a little vignette or a scene or an ice yeah. skating pond or something like that. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I feel like for me, it's like I've committed to the exterior sure. of my home. Like that's that's my Christmas village sure. is what's going on outside. And I just, yeah. I know myself all too well. I have a very addictive personality. <laughs> I will go ham yes on christmas village stuff so i'll just leave it to you and then i'll just sure. keep coming to your christmas party every uh, year and then i can works. just take it in there um so number five for me is this is a basic one um sort of like uh you know jonathan was sharing i love white lights like the bigger c9 white lights mm-hmm. framing the roof line of a house. Yes. Uh, It just looks so clean. It looks so nice. And then doing that around like the window frames as Mm. well. Like I I was torn when I like made the decision as to what direction I was going to go with my house. Mm -hmm. Because part of me was like, I love seeing those houses that are legit, just like the clear, like mm-hmm. the old school clear yeah. white lights that they're like custom made for those houses. Yeah. And they just wrap around every window perfectly. I'm like, how do they find that length? Right. And I was, and then it dawned on me, oh, they just have an electrician. Yeah. Make those for them. Put them in. Yeah. I'm not an electrician. Uh, but I just love that classic look of like all the windows that are exposed to the street, just having that perfect white framing mm-hmm. around them, the white going around and then around the chimney. I yeah. just, I think it looks so, so nice. Um, so I've done that with my house, but. I don't know if you remember, I shared with you last year that I started with just like the sort of like the edge of the roof line. Mm -hmm. And then uh, last year I added, or no, it was two years ago, I added along the peak of my roof. And I bought the exact same brand, the exact same like energy saver, whatever these little subcategories are, warm white. And they're not the same color. They just don't match. So like the framing, like the roof line, like the peak of my house is a different, slightly different white than around like the base of my roof. And it Mm. just, every year since I got those, like this year I debated with myself again. I was like, should I just buy like all new lights? But then I was like, well, what happens if- With those lights. If these are now- like my old lights, right? Do I then have to get rid of the lights that are along the top, right. and then where do I put those? Yeah, I don't know. How do I justify it to my wife? You know, these are all the the conversations. <laughs> how do I afford that, this? Yeah. yeah, do I have to buy a bigger house right. just so I can use all of these lights? But yeah, I just that look of the classic white yeah. C nine light framing out a house. I just think is it's stunning. It reminds me of Main Street in Disney World yes. or Disneyland. Yeah, you know, like just that kind of carnival light sort of yes warmness i love that i love that so much great great selection um all right my number four uh selection of top five christmas decorations yep is our nativity 
I love the nativity that we have. And as I was just talking about how Lisa's grandmother made uh, Christmas village, mm-hmm. she handmade all of the pieces of our nativity as well. Oh, wow. So she like cast them and painted them. And we got like the um, three wise men and some camels, one that's standing up, one that's sitting down. We have this beautiful angel. And last year, because we had the nativity and for years, I don't even know where we would put it. I think we just literally set it on top of our piano or something. Right. And then we hung the angel off a nail like on the on the wall kind of above it so that oh, it looked cool. like it was uh, looking down on it. But then last year I ordered the barn, like a barn by itself, um, which matched the nativity that I had when I was growing up that my mom had. Um, and I was like, oh, it's like the same barn. And it's just got that kind of like mossy green yes. stuff all over yeah, yeah, it. You yeah. know? Um, and so now we put all of the nativity into that barn and we have the um, angel sort of hangs nicely on the tip of the barn. So it kind of looks like oh. it's looking down. Um, so that's my number four is I love a good nativity, but especially the nativity that we have. What do you think, like speaking of, you know, you liking nativity, do you love like when churches will do those like live nativities? Have you ever seen those like out of like one night only they'll do like a live nativity? Yes, I have seen that. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. I think it's fun. You know what it makes me think of? What? Home Home Alone. Alone. Yeah. Yeah. But there was only one live member of that nativity. (laughs) Just one. And it was Kevin. One night, uh, one night only. One night only. They actually, right up the street from here, you know that church that's like right up yeah. on the corner by Carl's Jr.? Yeah. They do, I think it's like one of the, like the 23rd or something, every year they have a live nativity right oh, out cool. that faces the street. So that's one of the busiest corners in town. Yeah. So you just drive by and there's just people hanging out I there dressed that. like Mary and Joseph and the wise great. and all the things. Um, all right. So number four for me is I love like rustic mantle and shelf pieces. Mm. You know, like a... A red truck. Yeah. Like a metal yeah. red truck with a tree in the back, like a carved, big, like carved wooden deer that looks like it was like carved out of a log. Yeah. And like you you made like, you, like the log is like the body and then like you cut little smaller pieces to be the legs. Yes. Yeah. And it's like antique looking. Yeah. Um, like the signs, like the old rustic signs that are like, you know, uh, Santa Claus way barbershop, or right? Like, yes. you know, all those sorts of things that like you put up on the mantle. I just, or on like a shelf or anywhere sort of throughout the house where you just sprinkle in those little elements. I, I love them. It's, it's basically like home goods. Yes. It's like home yeah. goods in your house is really <laughs> what it is. Like I'm yes. a sucker for that. I think we both like that sort of rustic kind of lumberjacky look and aesthetic. And I think that's also, you know, we're guys. Yeah. So some of the, a little more masculine in the decorating uh, category. I agree. But the good news is, so my wife, as you know, she gets to run the interior in terms of decor. I do the exterior, but apparently our design aesthetic is very similar. Love that. Because she's the one who buys all these things. Great. Some of them I've bought. Um, and I go, babe, it's wouldn't subtly, this look, wouldn't this wouldn't look this great? great in you this could space? put it wherever you want. I've got the receipt. So if you want to take it back, we could just totally take it back. Um, oh, but I just, I love, and every room has different stuff. Like we have some in the in the dining room area because we have like a buffet there. Right. We have like we have shelves, we have these like floating shelves above that have like their own stuff that goes at like this little red sort of like sled looking thing. Right. I, that has like a big wooden reindeer on it. Just all of those sort of little accents I'm obsessed with. I love that. Um, all right. So we're to my number three. Yes. Number three. This is a good one. Okay. I don't know if I've ever showed you these, but I've talked about them before, is our particular set of jingle bells. We got this little strand. It's like a leather strap with a gold, nice thick gold ring at the right. end. And it has probably like seven bells. And they are the most 
beautiful, warm sounding jingle mm. bells. Like jingle those little bells there. No, uh, no shot on these particular jingle, jingle bells. Jingle your little bells. Over jingle there. your little bells there. Here, yeah, that's kind of tinny. This is tinny. kind of yeah. a tinny sound. Not much to it. heart to it. Yeah. Right. The ones that we have are somehow like like a bell, almost like a like a handbell choir. Oh, like really? they just sound so deep and full. Yeah. We got them when we were in Boston last or two Christmases ago. Um, uh, we went to Plymouth, the like town yeah. of like Plymouth Rock, right? Right. And they have a whole um, uh, village, like they call it Plymouth. They call it Plymouth at Pawtuxet. Okay. Pawtuck. Yeah, Pawtuxet. Plymouth, Pawtuxet. I don't I know. I think you're saying it just fine. Yeah. I think I'm saying it just fine. But it's essentially they have like a pilgrim colony. And so you can like see they have and they have like actors walking around and they talk in the sort of like old Dutch kind of uh, colonial. Yes, colonial stuff. Yeah. And they you can make like little pies and you can walk around with the farmers and they tell you what they're doing. It's very cool. So it's a very cool thing. And then in their gift shop, they had these jingle bells that we were like, these are amazing. And they were a little bit more expensive than what I normally get from a gift shop. Yeah. But they made such a beautiful sound. And so we got them, and they hang on one of the doors in our house, and I just always love, love, love that sound. Mm. Yeah. So oh, Jingle I Bells. I, I think I remember you talking about those last season, because remember, like, I there was one episode where I brought in, like, three or four different types of Jingle yes. Bell. I yes. had, like, a really high one. Yeah, yeah. And then I had, like, my front door ones. Uh-huh. And then I had, I don't know, I had, like, an accoutrement, yeah. uh, as it were, of uh, of Jingle Bells. Yes. And I remember you saying, you're like, oh, you got to hear my hearty, yeah. my hearty Jingle yeah. Bell. And so when I, you know... Next time I'm at your house, yes. I'll have to yeah, yeah, yeah. Give, give your bells a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Anyway. Uh, all right. So moving right along. Uh, number three for me. This is a simple one. But when it's done right and when it's paired with some of these rustic little mantelpieces I'm talking about, mm-hmm. mm, it just sets the mood. And that is lit garland. Mm, like so. Like here. Like on our set here. Yes. But like lit garland that's really... Ours is... You know, we don't have the thickest garland, sure. uh, but like there's some that are just like so well groomed and they look so real and they're lit and they've got the berries and the pine cones. Do you like of them. it when you can like, for instance, here where you can see the lights pretty good or do you like it when the, the garland is mm. so thick that the light, you can't really see the light, but you see mm. the light. Do you I know think, what I mean? I think I like a combination. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I try to accomplish that whenever I'm decorating the outside of my house, like the bushes. Yeah. I try to like stuff the lights in there so yeah. it feels like the light is coming kind of from coming inside it, the yeah. bush. But then like my arms get... Like I still have marks. Thorn marks and stuff. On yeah. my arms from like stuffing oh, yeah. lights in there. So I think I like a combination of the two. But the ones that are sort of like shapeable. Yes. They have like the wire inside mm-hmm. where you can sort of like make it bend around yeah. things. And then you put, you know, like the rustic old reindeer in there and yeah. like the, the, the trees... Like mm-hmm. the pre-lit little trees, like, you know, um, Jonathan had like his little trees that he yeah, was yeah. sharing with us. I love just setting little moods in all those little areas. And to me, like lit garland, just really, uh, it's a vibe. It's I love a vibe. It. I'm totally with yeah. you there. I love that. Um, all right. I only have two left. My okay. my number two is an ornament, but it's sort of mm. a collection of ornaments. Okay. Um, every year, uh, and I know a lot of families do this. They'll yep. do some sort of family ornament each year. Right. What we like to do, what and it sort of started haphazardly. It was when we were living in New York. I'm just thinking about this now. Mm. When I was doing Peter and Starcatcher. So Miles oh, wasn't wow. even born yet. Oh, my gosh. Sophie was only two or okay. something like that, two or three. Um, and we were at Bryant Park. Oh, those are so cool. And um, it was a little, you know, shop, and they had ornaments and stuff. And I think the first one we got was like three Santas mm. over a New York City taxi cab. 
Oh, we oh, like to get the ones that they're kind of ceramic looking and they'll have something usually it's like reindeer or Santa's or snowmen or something like that. Yeah. And they'll have like a whole family of, of them and then they leave a little spot where you can personalize them. Mm. So we'll have like Eric, Lisa, Sophie, Miles, you know, and then sometimes we'll get one with our dog's name on oh, there as well. Wow. And so we now get it every year. We pick out a different one, which is really yeah. fun. We get it personalized. We put the year and then we hang it on the tree. And I, I just love that because again, we're always looking, I think, in Christmas time for those traditions, the things yep, that traditions. remind us of the past that kind of keep us connected is a sort of timeline of where we're at in our lives and in our family's lives. Mm. And there's something about getting that particular ornament each year and then putting them up and trying to remember like, Oh, that was 2019. What was that Christmas? Like, where were we? Yeah. What did, you know, what, what did we do that year? Um, so yeah, that's my number two is our yearly personalized family ornament. Well, that's uh very convenient because <laughs> my number two is, Family ornaments yeah. uh, as well. Look at That's us. That's only the second time that this has happened. Ever in the history of our show. You know, we've chatted about this on the show before. You know, <laughs> I, my family has this really cool tradition, um, you know, where every year, ever since I was a kid, like you get to pick out an ornament. Mm -hmm. And almost every time it's been at the Hallmark store. Ever since I was a child, I think I should like, my brother went through this phase where like, he was like, didn't want Hallmark right. channel ornaments. He would get like a hard drive as an ornament from right. like, you know, geekiness.com or whatever i don't even know what the website yeah. was um but i just i love the tradition of like picking out a new ornament every year and yeah. what's really fun is like for me as a kid it was all about like the playful ornaments and like getting really sort of silly stuff sure. and then as i got a little bit older you know i went through i was like oh i got to get things that are a little bit more mature but then i sort of went back to the silly ones sure. as well because i just I love I love the ornaments that like make noise. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've got so many like office. Uh, Do you have the hallmark one of Sinatra where he's like yes. standing there with an old microphone? Yes, yeah, that's. I a good one. Emmy loves that one. I think one. he's singing "Fly Me to the Moon" or so, something yeah. like yeah. that. Um, and that's what's really fun now is I shared last season that my mom asked us to come over and get all of our ornaments because yeah. they were just taking up so much space. You yeah, know, nearly you know. 40 years of ornaments sure. like yeah. that'll happen she kept a few like our childhood ornaments sure. of like baby's first christmas and yeah. like ones that we made when we were in elementary school um but like all the playful ones are now at my house and they go on a tree that's in the dining room and what's really fun now is emmy and i will hang those together and she loves like finding the ones that make noise yeah and we'll press the buttons and i'm sure that tradition is going to start with riley now yeah. as well i just it's so fun and then even like our main tree and the living room has a lot of ornaments that like Lynn and I have collected from our trips, you know, together, you know, over the years, like we got uh, one from like a bunch of different castles that we went to in Scotland. Cool. We got one uh, at the Palace of Versailles in France. We got one when we went to the Tower of London and saw the, the family jewels. Wow. Um, so we just have all these like really, really cool ornaments that like signify places yeah. that we've been. Your adventures. Oh yeah. And, and my favorites, I think by far in terms of design are, We've been fortunate enough to go to uh, Club 33 uh, a number of times because a good friend of mine is a member. Yeah. And uh, we weren't able to buy the ornaments, but because only members get sure. them. So, like, if we go around the holidays, we usually go with him. But if we don't get to go that year, he always texts me. He goes, hey, do you want the ornament want the this ornament. year? Wow. I'm like, darn right I do. Yeah. Um, and they're so big and heavy that, like, we've had to get those, like, ornament, like, stands. Yeah. And so, like, our Just little entertainment unit. The yeah. they're, they're on our entertainment unit. And one of them is literally like looking through the window and there's like a full on table set up with oh, like the, wow. the, you know, the silverware and all that sort of stuff. It's uh, they know how to do it. Yeah. At Club 33. Um, and Someday. then they know how to charge you for it too. Someday. 
Well, I'll, maybe I'll call, you oh know, my, God. my friend. Amazing. I don't want to drop his name here on the podcast, yeah, yeah. but I didn't know that you'd never been. Oh, no. We're going to make it happen. I would love that. Done. I would love well, that. Well, hopefully it's done. Hopefully I, I got to reach out to you. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. We're to my number one. This is a good one. Uh, this is, I might get emotional about this one. Mm, so okay. um, my number one Christmas decoration is, I wrote it as my silent night bell. Mm. Now, this was a decoration that was in my my parents' house yeah. growing up. Um, that, uh, it's this little bell that you just would put like on a coffee table. It's so eighties. Cause it's like that kind of velvet color. It's like a, a bell covered in velvet. Yeah. And then it has like kind of a braid around the back or around the bottom. It has this gold tassel. And then on the front, like three quarters of it is covered by red velvet. And then the front quarter is filled with like a painting of Mary and, and Jesus. Mm. And then it's a music box. And so you oh, can wow. turn it on the bottom and it, it plays Silent Night. And it's just like the most, it plays it really slowly. Mm. It plays it in that perfect like music box kind of way. Yeah. Um, it is I, probably the one, the thing that is, if I had to hold one thing that reminded me most of Christmas and mm. especially of like my mom and my dad yeah. and like growing up, it would be that bell. And it's funny because it's my parents, right? So it's right. still at my parents' house. But I think years ago, I said to my mom, I was like, I, that needs to come to me eventually. Like yeah. that's, that's going to be my bell. And I think my brother wants it too, but <laughs> I, I don't know if I did it or my mom put a piece of tape that says for Eric that's on the bottom and mm. it's been, it's been there for years. So every time I look at it, I make sure, okay, still coming to me oh, that's <laughs> eventually, great. but there's just something about it. It is so sweet and simple. And, you know, we talk about this kind of idea all the time that like, yeah the holiday can be big and festive and loud and joyful. And then the fun part is in the midst of all that to find the really quiet, honest, simple moments. Yeah. And to me, that's what that bell is. It's like, no matter how big and crazy the decorations and the, the, the festivities can get, there's like that little thing that is quiet and small and simple mm. and like the reason for the season and all that stuff. So it's uh, that's my number one is silent night bell. Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, mine's very heartfelt as well, you know, as I, I think those are the things yeah. that stick out to us in, in our mind. And I think originally when I thought of like number one item that like gets me excited, I, I think the Christmas tree gets me very excited, but sure. as you were, you know, sitting here talking, it, it made me start like racking my brain for like, what's like that one thing that reminds me of my childhood mm -hmm. and, but something that's still a part of my Christmas to this day, obviously the ornaments, yes, but my stocking. Mm. You know, I have one of those stockings. I'm sure so many people do as well. That was like the hand knitted one. Yeah. It's got like the blank, like red velvet on the back. Yes. And it's got this old like fraying yeah. little rope string thing that like hangs yeah. on your little, like, you know, like crocheted look. Yes. Yeah. And it says, you know, it's got that bar across the top for your name. Yep. And it says yeah. Danny yep. across the top. And then it's got like Santa Claus uh -huh. on it. Um, and it just, it feels old yeah you know i mean it was made for me when i was just a little child you know mm -hmm. and i love that every year you know now that we don't you know necessarily go and celebrate christmas morning at you know my folks house anymore whenever we do christmas morning or if it's the next day or whatever you know my parents my mom loads up all these like costco boxes mm -hmm. with all the gifts yeah. and, and but she brings the stockings that's great and like my sister has a custom one that was knit for her and my brother has one that was a yeah. like, crocheted for him and, and same for me and you know my mom 
you know, made that stocking yeah. for me. And every year to this day, she packs it full of all the little goodies. And yeah. it just, it's the one thing that hasn't changed. Yeah. Oh, I, I got it. That's, I didn't even thought of that. That's I'm crazy. Like start crying thinking about it. But like, you know, we talk about tradition a lot on, on this show and we start creating new traditions, you know, yeah. for, for our, our kids and, you know, but Christmas is, is still special to us, yeah. you know, and our childhood Christmases, I think, are what laid the foundation for what we now want to pass off to our kids. To our kids. Yeah. And I just love that, like, all the ups and downs of life, you know, I'm sure the bell is very similar for you, is that, like, all the joys, all the failures, all the sadness, all the confusion, everything that's ever gone on, there's one thing I can depend on. It's Christmas, but also, like, that stocking. Mm-hmm is always going to be hung with care. And yeah. that, but you know that our parents, I don't know if your parents do this but like my mom hangs all the stockings. Yeah. Even though none of us have lived with her for years sure. now. Yeah. But our five family stockings are always up there. That's just yeah. like that's really special. Yeah. You know? That's really great. Mm. It's kind of uh, as you were saying that I was thinking cuz my my mom has one of that knitted it says yeah. Eric and it's a snowman with some gifts I think is how it looks, but it is it's like old and tattered now. And then it kind of makes you go like, shoot, that thing's as old as me. Am I old and tattered? And it gives you a little like reminder of your own sort of life and mortality and and the journey that we've been on. And I mean, I think that most people feel this way. Like I'm 41 years old, but I still feel young. I still feel like, uh, I feel like I think my brain is like a 20 year old. Like that's how I think. I don't feel like I'm thinking like an old man, yeah. but then sometimes you see something like that that reminds you of like, you really have been around for 41 Christmases. That's crazy. And like, there's good and bad with that. And like that sort of reminder of w- how it was and what it looked like at the beginning. And can you like get back to that? Can you appreciate that? Can mm. you still sort of remember the feelings that you had as a child? And if they were good, can you then give that experience to your kids to hopefully have 40 years from now when they're looking back. It just, you know, it, it makes me think about like, you know, we have our stockings at at my house, but they were just ones like, Oh, that looks really nice at Mm -hmm. home goods or target. Like there's no, there's no history yeah behind it you know and there's yeah just we have ones that are like that they're know? red and they each have our initial on them but yes. we got them at like target or something right yeah. like just I, maybe that's something we've lost along the way yeah. i don't know how many people still do that i know my i think my mom made one i believe for emmy that lives at her house yeah because she's still like that's what's great is even the grandkids now have their own yeah stocking that's like a grandma stocking. you know what we yeah. should do is we should look up because i actually think it's not knitting and it's not crocheting it's needlepoint is it oh that's what i think we're both thinking of needlepoint yes um and i think i could be wrong i said that very confidently but it has like that mesh thing that you like yes to go through with the pattern right yes yeah that's i'm thinking the same thing okay we should look up if they still sell those i'm sure they do yeah and we should make those for For our our kids or for our moms too that'd be great gosh but we should make them for our kids (laughs) dude they can have that even though yes we have the same thing as you we have like they're very beautiful looking stockings yeah but they're not necessarily as personal as something like that. So oh my gosh. I know what I will be doing uh, as soon as we wrap up here today. <laughs> I, I love will it. be blowing my nose, uh, <laughs> wiping my tears, and then I'm going to look up some needle needle point pointing stocking. a stocking. Oh. oh, this was a good one. Yeah. And sort of unexpectedly uh, emotional. I'm I right there with you. I would have thought top five Christmas decorations would have been just a not a throwaway episode, but just like, oh, I like the lights and the trees Yay. and the garland and, you know, but. 
But I think that, you know, we're, as we always do, as, especially as we get closer and closer to the actual big yeah. day, the emotions start welling up more and more. So, oh yeah, this was a good one. Um, I loved your list. I, yeah. I enjoyed my list as well. And uh, the game was good. Thank you, Emilio. And Jonathan Bennett. Jonathan Bennett was so great. What a delight he was. This was was a good episode. We hope you enjoyed it as well. That concludes episode 16 of season two of the Christmas Countdown Show. And as we do every single episode, as we like to close it out, we like to remind you and say Merry Christmas. And Happy Holidays. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. See you.